Yes, yes, people, we are back live. We are back live on the Sarcasm City TV YouTube for another edition of the Mandem United podcast, the podcast dedicated to all things Manchester United. So please keep all your comments, all your questions, Manchester United related. As always, it is the Monday edition of the show. So it's solo, dolo. But big up to everyone in the chat. Big up everyone who's supporting Sarcasm City TV as well. Make sure you hit the notification bell. Hit the subscribe button, hit the notification bell. I don't know why I started off the show like that, but normally I start with the likes. But yes, make sure you subscribe to the channel. Make sure you hit the like button on the video as well. Let's bump up those likes. And make sure you share this across all the socials as well. And following me at That's Me Flawless and at Sarcasm City TV across all socials as well. And this this, this going to be a good show. This is going to be interesting because I know I'm going to get many questions on this. There's going to be many opinions given on this as well in regards to the criticism of Eric Ten Hag justified or over the top so yeah we are going to discuss that how many likes are we on before i even continue though let's bump up those likes i don't even know how many are actually we've got more likes than we got viewers at the moment so big up but let's share this open up some new tabs let's get more people in here big up to jesse as well says big up flawless he says his criticism is justified because he was the one that unbalanced the midfield by signing mount but at the same time it's people above him as well i agree the Signing of Mount is not only on Mason Mount, that's also an enter and Eric Ten Hag. That I agree with. What I don't like is like the criticism, like one, he's not allowed to make mistakes, and two, he's the only manager who make, makes mistakes. You just have to limit those mistakes. And that's why people, I always say that, saying it yesterday on the Q&A, people always do too much with Manchester United. And whether that's we're doing badly or we're doing well. Because before the start of the season, nobody in particular, but I see many people in the chat and here on um, other channels I was on, whether that's Saeed, whether that's Rance, whether that's Matisse, wherever else you see me. Oh, why are you so negative? Manchester, why are you saying Manchester United can't challenge? Why can't we finish second? Why can't we go far in the Champions League? And then flip two games and people are gone done a complete 180. Not even a 180, a 181. And I was talking about the deficiencies in this team. So how come all of a sudden it's a big issue now because of two games? Bear in mind, one we won. Bear in mind, one we won. The one we performed worse than we actually won. But that's a that's a whole different conversation. But Mount, that's definitely um, on Ten Hag. And I said this, horrible signing. And I will stand on that. Uh, like, how's our second team more technically sound and somewhat better than the first team? Do we give Ten Hag another summer? Not if it carries on like this, but I trust him to... One, turn it around. Well, not trust it. Yes, one, I do trust him to turn it around. Two, I'll give him a chance to turn it around as well. And three, the market is still open, so we can still go into the we can still go into the market. The transfer window is still open. We can still bring in new players. And I trust in him to bring in new players to sort this out. But is it looking good right now? Currently, absolutely not. But we've seen how we started last season, which was worse than this, and what he could do, what happened last season. So I'm hoping he can turn it around. I can only go off of that, where it was looking very, very bleak uh, last season at the start after losing them two opening games. You had a worse team and go, all right, worst squad overall, I should say. And you turned it around and we played better football. Very, very good results, which resulted in us winning the trophy, obviously finishing third and having the second best home record in the league. So there was positives and individually improving players as well. Because everybody, to me, probably bar Sancho, Martial, improved last year. That played. Everyone else improved. Even De Gea, even players who wanted gone. Like, even De Gea, who we wanted gone, to me, improved last season. Van Bissaka improved. Shaw as a centre-back, good move. Lindelof <laughs> improved. 
Um, yeah, who else? Like a Fred, for example. I'm saying like even McTominay because we barely seen him. We didn't even complain about him. That was one of McTominay's best seasons because we barely seen him. He utilized him as a squad player, bringing him on when we're leading the game and you got to add height to the team because we're a pretty small team and it helps from set pieces and things of that nature. So even a McTominay, a Fred, for example, even a Bruno, who I'm not a fan of, he was better to me, performed better. Again, not to the level required. I'm just talking about improvement. And obviously, if you go from a four to a six or a five to a seven, it's still not good enough, but it's still better than what it was. But we moved. Uh, to Jack, who says, for me, Ten Hag has failed as a coach. I've seen no improvements in our style of play and he isn't ruthless enough, does not hold these players accountable for their bad performances. I disagree with this. I disagree with this completely because he's completely changed the team. He's completely changed the spine of the team. Now, we can talk about the, um, the, the, the replacements not being good enough, but to say he's not ruthless enough is... He did every, he's done everything we wanted him to do. There's no player in that lineup probably bar Bruno Fernandes that was here before he got here that plays consistently that we don't rate and the fan base is split on him because I've had many debates on here. So I disagree with this him not being ruthless enough. Got rid of David Dejo, dropped Harry Maguire and stripped him of the captaincy. Lindelof don't play no more. McTominay's no longer a starter. Fred has now been sold. Bruno was playing deeper. Um, actually signed a striker as well. Cristiano Ronaldo situation so to say he's not ruthless enough is ridiculous and this is not true as well because he said example Liverpool 7-0 played the same team after the you gotta get your facts straight this is not this is not the case because we played Betis in between so let's not do this we played Betis in between and I think he made one change and that team won 4-1 so then give him the second so give him the, the the what's it called give him what's the word I'm looking for give him a chance not give him a chance they played well in the Betis game good response and we won that Wolves game, if I'm correct. Was that not the game that Rash... Wait, was that the home game or the away game? Was that the one where Rashford overslept? But either way, anyway, I know we didn't lose that game to Wolves. So he got it right. You live by your decisions, die by your... No, live by results, die by results. So this is not the case, Jack. That is not the case. Big up to Dortmund, David. I see you. Yeah, everyone, let me know how you doing. You did an FPL. If you want to join the Sarcasm City um, Fantasy Premier League... I'll drop the somebody will drop the link in the chat with the code as well. Big up, um, Owen. I see you, Jamaican flag. Love to see my Jamaicans in the building as well. Warrior J, I'll get to that. Big up to RJ. Big up to Danish Maldini. Uh, Josie says, Flawless accorded. Basuma man of the match. Basuma, a bad boy midfielder. That's it. Um, Shakar says, uh, Criticism is definitely justified, but it's also over the top, in my opinion. Uh, man of 10 hag out after two games. Yeah, that's crazy. Because you know, on the flip side, how I looked at that. If we had won these two games convincingly, say we had pop Wolves 4-0 and beat Spurs 2-0 and look great, I wouldn't be sat here saying, give Ten Hag the keys, we're going to win the league, we're going to win the Champions League, etc. I'd praise him, of course, for those two games. But I'd be telling everyone, keep their feet on the ground. And now I'm still telling everyone, keep their feet on the ground, but in a different manner, like, don't jump. Don't jump out the window, it's been two matches. I'm giving him much more than two matches before I write him off, especially after last season where you exceeded all my expectations. Like, I get some of the criticism, but some of it's well over the top. Like, people talking about his um, tenure at Ajax, that's doing too much, because that's nothing to do with nothing. Because no one went talking about that last season. Let's talk about what's going on. Uh, Eddie says, hit that like, we don't have to speak on him again, we move. Hey, big up to Eddie. Crazy that, that no one's mentioned it. Because I know, and this ain't at the regulars, but I know 110% if that decision had flipped, and someone will pop up now, I've said this, There'd be people in the chat talking about it. 
You know what I'm saying? People are talking about it. Danish says Rashford massively improved. Yeah, like players can improve. And this ain't aimed at Ten Hag, Danish Maldidi, but I'm glad you said this. Players can improve but still not be good enough. And people get that mistaken. Some players are just never going to be 8 out of 10, 9 out of 10, 10 out of 10. They're never going to be great. They're never going to be top class. They're never going to be world class. They're never going to be elite. That's just some. That's just most players. But it's about improving them. Jesse says um, he fixed the defensive structure, which he did. Even though we've looked shaky defensively in the first two games, I'm saying overall. Two games doesn't override everything he did last season. And I stand on that season still being a success. Now you have to turn it around again. It's going to be um, Rocky Waters. Jazz says, big up, big up to you. Um, Lucas Costa says, good luck drop him out. Matters the entire PR firm behind him. It'll cost you guys top five. I trust in the manager to drop him if he don't play well. Even though he's played him two games in a row, I don't worry about those things. And if he does do that, then he'll be. Then you will not get good results and then you eventually will be sacked. So that's on him. Big up. Big up to Kinek. He says, the only way Tana can get my trust back is if he burns Maguire, Shaw and McTominay's contract and deports Bruno to Ukraine. He can spam shots there. But the thing is, all jokes aside, he's got rid of two of those three players. You're t- two of the four you mentioned there. In regards to Maguire and McTominay, don't play. But I hear you, Kinek. I hear you. Big up to Letty. Says, uh, I think Ten Hag should be judged after the transfer window is done and see what type of signing he gets. I don't know what you think, Flawless. I don't think he needs to be judged. You can still judge him and give your thoughts now but I do need to see what else he does in the window because for instance if we go get a variety for example a variety and an Amrabat that changes everything like that changes everything to me if we go and get those two say for instance we go and sign variety and Amrabat that's our midfield to me that's our midfield problems dealt with then it's the, the age old question of Actually, because Variety would help create it from a creative standpoint. But we still don't have enough creativity and score enough goals. But I still stand on that. While I'm just pouring myself a water, people, please make sure you bump up the likes. Over 60 people in here already. Big up to you lot. Only at 36 likes, though. Only at 36 likes. Let's get us up to 50 likes, people. Like, check, one, two, one, two. Like, check, one, two, one, two. Let's get us up to 50 likes. Continue to share across the socials and continue to subscribe. Let me refresh now, see how many subscribers we're on. It is rolled to 8,000 subscribers. And we should hit 8K in the middle of next month. That is the aim. We're at 7,759. One more gets to 7,760. Big up to Kenneth with a super chat. I don't know if that's a super sticker or... But hey, big up for the donation, man. Much appreciated, uh, Kenneth. Much appreciated. Big up to uh, Chen Lu as well. Big up my guy, Matthew. Matthew and Chicago too, who are level-headed. And I know... If they if they say something, it's like, all right, they're saying it from a reasonable, rational, logical place. Matthew says, big up flawless. I think at the moment criticism is fair, especially with the Mount signing, as it looks like Ten Hag doesn't know where to play him. Uh, also, we all know what a bad player he is. This I agree with. See, this is the type of criticism I'm talking about, people. So even before I read this, what I just said about Matthew is why I said what I said about Matthew. Because I know if he's criticising, it's from a reasonable, logical, rational place. None of this Mount's a terrible signing. Look at what he did with the 21-year-old when he was at Ajax in his first season. Man's not doing too much. He's talking about the, the issue at hand. And there's nothing Matthew has said here that I disagree with. Nothing. Zero. So it's not all about all being positive. It's about just being rational and rational. Ration, it's all about being, yeah, it's all about being logical and being rational with your criticism. And this is a fair, this is fair criticism. 
nothing here. So big up to you, Matthew, every time. You already know what it is. You already know. Joe says, I personally don't care about players' personal sides. I just want the team to win. Greenwood returning wouldn't be an issue for me, but I also think it's good riddance. Good riddance. I'm not sure he's replaceable. First, I respect your honesty in regards to you not caring about players' personal sides. I don't until it comes to something like that. It's like that's one or two things I really, really don't fuck with. He's definitely not. Um, he's definitely replaceable. As much as I rate Greenwood as a player, he's definitely replaceable. Every pretty much. There's very few players in this team that are not replaceable. Very, very few. Like there's a small, small, small number. I would say. Flawless, can I give my opinion on the Greenwood situation? Not sure if you are okay to talk about. Yes, you can, of course, man. If you want to give your opinion, cool. I genuinely want to hear from you. Genuinely. Let me know. Um, Warrior J says, your thoughts on Ganacho Flawless? Shouldn't be starting. But again, he's the prime example of Ten Hag. Now the criticism has gone over the top. Same way when he was coming off the bench, the praise, I believe, was too high. At the moment, currently... I think he's very effective off the bench, whether we're winning, whether we're losing, whether we're drawing because of the attributes he has. Him and Palestri are very similar in terms of profile and what they give you. So it is. Oh, shit, I'd even change the colour. You lot should have told me. I'm saying that means a lot. Hold on. Let me switch the colour. It's still black from the last show. Wait, what was it? Remember it off the top of my head. Let's see. There we go. I demand them United colours up. But yeah, Ganacho should be playing off the bench and that's on the manager. That's on the manager. 100%. Um, let's see what else you lot are saying as well. Neil Gunner says, Flawless, I said last time your manager will be stubborn with Mason Mount. Do you think he'll change for next match? I just don't want to see the same lineup. I just don't. If I want to see the same lineup, and I said this beforehand, that I would be... Really concerned if we see the same lineup against um, Spurs. If we do, major major alarm bells. Like, it's cold. Like, there's different colours, you know, for emergencies. It'd be like cold red. Is it cold red? That's, like, the highest one, right? Yeah, cold red. Cold red. Like, alarm bells, like, everybody's going crazy. The alarms are ringing off 110%. If he picks the exact same team. I don't even mind mounts. So like, all right, mounts your guy. You're going to try and figure it out um, how to play. I mean, where to play him. However... I just don't want to see the same midfield and the same midfield three and the same attacking three. It clearly don't work. It clearly don't work. To the vibe, weird question, mind your business, innit? You know, weird. People ask me asking weird stuff. So, you know what? Hold a block. Um, Mount wouldn't be bad if he was playing as the creator, but he can't be the second creator as a useless midfield. He's just not good enough. He's just not good enough. To let you says, okay, bro, these two midfielders would really make a defense. I hope you get them because I want to play you at your best. I don't know why you want to play us at our best, but okay. I want to play everyone at their worst. Well, you move. We move. Nah, nah, Ektal, we're not doing that. He said, I still think Mount is a club signing and Tenag has been told that he has to use him now. One, I disagree with this. Two, if that's the case, you should leave. If players are being forced upon you against your will, which I don't think is the case, leave. Because you're being set up to fail. So I'm not hearing that. That's his signing. That's his side. Yeah, Johnny, I'm with you on the Mount signing. No dispute about that. That's on the manager and he has to rectify that. I've been saying that. Rectify that in this window or rectify that next summer. 
but if Ten Hag doesn't know where to play Mount, why sign him? If he had signed a box-to-box midfielder that can keep hold of the ball, then our midfield would be fine. I think he just made a mistake. I think he just made a mistake. Warrior J says, if United lose to Forest next match, does that raise serious questions for you, Flores? No, because we just lost a match. That's all. We've just we've just lost a match. That's that's it. Like, that's all it is. But yeah, there's very little middle ground with Manchester United fans. It's either all well and it's roses, you know what I'm saying, and 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 nice flowers and blue skies and sun, or it's doom and gloom, rain, sleet, snow, cold. Like there's just no middle ground. To Jesse, who says, how many side players we signed before the window closes? Not sure. I think we'll sign a couple, though. I think we'll get at least two, I think. But we'll see. But I think so. Matthew says, We were good first half of the season, but haven't improved since. People are also surprised because we're not playing the fo- Dutch football like promised uh, crap football. I disagree with him in regards to us not improving since the first season. I think, I mean, since the first half of the season, the players just hit their ceiling. Them players couldn't perform any better. We don't rate them players. Them players could not perform any better. And he got results out of them. This is why we finished third. This is why we had the second best home record. This is with all these players, Matthews, myself, everybody, well, most of the United fans in the chat don't rate. So he's doing well with all these players we don't rate. I can't have complaints. I don't complain. And in regards to playing the Dutch, not the Dutch football like we was promised, like I've said before, people go do your research. Look at the first Ajax team that he created and look at the second Ajax team created. When you look at the first Ajax team that he created, it was like you're talking Dutch, quote-unquote Dutch football in regards to technical players. Look at the second team. It wasn't the same. But again, that's just research. That's just research. Uh, Kai says, big up flawless. I agree with you. Manchester United fans are either too high or too low. I think it's too early to panic, but I hate Ten Hag's interviews the past two games. Normally, I can understand his views. This is why I don't pay attention to interviews. I pay. I don't pay no attention to interviews. Zero. Even when we was winning, I didn't pay attention to his interviews. I'm going to not hear anything. I'm not gonna hear anything. Like I'm not gonna. It's not gonna teach me anything really that I didn't already know. It's not gonna make me feel any better. It's not gonna feel, make me feel any worse. Like, I don't pay, I pay it no mind. Like, people, again, just want to be, oh, he sounds like Oli in press conferences. All right, so why listen to his press conferences then? But them same people who will complain about that will watch his next one and say, oh, he sounds like Oli. Why are you, I was saying this yesterday, why are you consistently listening to something that you don't like that's making you clearly unhappy? Don't pay attention to it. Same way I was saying this yesterday and Eddie said it was harsh, which is true. But if it's all doom and gloom and you don't trust the manager and all the players are bad, and we're not going to win anything, and we ain't going to finish in the top six. Don't watch till he's gone. When people say to me, and I had this conversation yesterday, oh, well, you watched. Yeah, because it's part of my work. I've stopped watching before. Before I was doing this as work, I've stopped watching Manchester United on multiple occasions. Under Van Gaal, I stopped watching. Under Mourinho, I stopped watching. Under Oli, I stopped watching. And I only started watching football again when we started doing From a Third Eye View on Pi Radio, big up to Stro, big up JV. I'd still keep up to date and like see results and like check highlights of United games and other games, but I stopped watching. Why are you consistently, why are you watching something that's supposed to be entertainment and it's making you unhappy week in, week out and then complaining about it? 
makes no sense. People are just a is a glutton a glutton for punishment. Me, that just makes no sense. That's just sheer stupidity. But hey, like I said, if this season's going bad, you don't think I would like. For instance, last season, if I wasn't doing this, you think I would have been watching them Europa League games? Absolutely not. In particular, the group stage games, no. No. But I had no choice, unfortunately. Is what it is. Hey, before we continue, over 100 people in the building. Big up. Let's get up to... We're only at 52 likes. Let's get up to 80 likes, though. Like, check, one, two, one, two. Let's hit that like button, whether you're watching this live right now or watching this back. Big up everyone listening on the audio platforms as well, your real ones. We're at 7,761. We're looking for 10 more subscribers, people. 10 more subscribers. Get us to 7,700. No, 9 more subscribers. Get us to 7,770, please, people. Let's bump up those likes and let's hit that subscribe button and hit that notification bell continue to get your questions in please just keep them manchester united related and of course if you super chat i'll get straight to it as well Josie has seen a lot of criticism of Mount while uh, people are glossing over that Rashid performance. Easily the worst player on the pitch. We created four big chances and our 375k a week a player missed two of them. Here's what I say about that. And this is what I'm talking about when I say doing too much. I'm not defending anyone in regards to people glossing over Rashford's performance. They were all bad. I've seen, I don't know who you've been listening to, Josie, but I've seen everybody get criticised. I've seen Rashford get criticised. I've seen Mount, Bruno, Anthony Gadaccio. Everybody's getting their criticism, so I don't know about all that. In regards to him being easily the worst player on the pitch, cool. They were all, they're all cheeks of the same ass, so it is what it is. In regards to creating four big chances, I was having this discussion as well. Let's, that's, that's a myth, because the one against um, Wolves was not a big chance. The one against Spurs, I think he should have, um, I think he should have definitely 110% scored. Even though they were similar, the angle was better for that. So I'm not getting onto him for missing the Wolves chance. Missing a chance against Wolves. The one against Spurs, I will. The other big chances was the Bruno header. And that's it to me. Oh, yeah, Varane as well. The one Varane scored. So, yeah, again, this is a classic case of doing too much. Just say Rashid was bad. This is what I'm talking about. Rashid played terribly. You don't need to go over the top and do more. People always want to put extras on it. There don't need to be no extras. We know Rashford was bad. He deserves his criticism. But to talk about that chance against Wolves like it was an easy chance from that tight angle, no. The one against Spurs, I agree with, yes, 100%. And to say, oh, he's the worst player, he's escaping criticism. Where you been watching? Watch, I don't know where you've been watching. Because he's been criticised everywhere I've seen. So I don't know, you'll have to tell me that. Who's not criticised him? Um, like Alam said yesterday, yesterday, start putting names on bullets. Because people say this. Name names. Who's not criticising him? Uh, people forgetting that Ganacho was a kid. How many kids in their first full season are starting games and look completely ready? That's more on Ten Hag. That's something that he's getting away with that I don't think he's being... That's not being mentioned enough by everybody, including myself. Starting Ganacho. Ganacho's not a star. Even if Ganacho was 21, I look at his attributes, you're not a star. You're not a star. You can improve, but currently you're not a star. That's on you. That's on Ten Hag. Don't get it. Earl, uh, Earl Dawkins, big up to you as well. Earl Dawkins. Is that not the guy who 50... Is that not the name of the guy 50 plays in for life? Was it Chaz Dawkins? Big up anyway, Earl Dawkins, man. Big up. It just, it just, I remember the show for life. It was a good show. Let's see what's going on. Um, 
Joel says, I don't uh, put it on Rashford, he's not a striker. Everyone knows that apart from Ten Hag, uh, every time he got the ball and faced the player in space, he looked decent. That's on Ten Hag for taking our most, our only potent goal for it, only consistent potent goal for it and playing him through the middle. However, however, on the flip side, on the flip side, Rashford should still be doing better than he's doing playing up top. Well, that's on both. So that's what I'm saying. It's a combination. Who do you want to put more blame on is a different conversation, but they both get blamed. Rashford and um, Ten Hag. But Rashford has to do better playing up top. But we move. Let's see what's going on as well. Why did you, uh, why did you stop watching Flawless because of the football or the way they made you feel? The football was the football was off. The results was off, and I knew we weren't going to be successful. So why am I watching us draw or lose every week? Why am I taking time out of my weekend to watch my team disappoint me? It's like going back and watching a series on Netflix, for example, that you don't rate. You didn't rate season one episode. You didn't rate the whole season one, which was 20 episodes. You didn't rate the whole season two, which was 20 episodes. They released season three. Why are you going to go back and watch it? And you've just watched 40 episodes of season one and two of this show and you don't like it at all. You think it's dreadful all around. Season three is released and you sit down and watch it. Makes no sense. It's the same with it's the same with that. And that's me saying that for people who are all doom and gloom and saying there's no way back and they're ten hard out and we're to and we ain't gonna finish in the top six and we've gone backwards and alright, don't watch. There's plenty of other Premier League matches you can watch. There's nine other Premier League matches you can watch. There's football all across Europe you can watch. So don't watch, it frees up time. You know what I'm saying? Go take your woman out. Go take mom out. You know what I'm saying? Go see your aunt you've not seen in a while. Take out your niece or nephew or something. Go spend some more time with your kids, etc. Like, whatever they may be. Yes. Flawless, are you doing a watch-along for the Palace game today? Yes. Crystal Palace, Arsenal, there will be the watch-along on the Sarcasm City TV Twitch. And I update every day. I always update on the YouTube community page on here. And I'll put the schedule today and then you can see everything that's coming up. It's also on the upcoming live stream schedule as well. So you've got two places where you see the guide. But Shakar, yes, Crystal Palace Arsenal live on the Sarcasm City TV Twitch as well. And to connect you, says Ganacho was a kid. Yeah, so was Messi when he ripped Juventus to pieces. Pogba when he benched Marquezio. Ronaldo when he played for us. If you're good enough to put on the shirt, you get criticised. End of true. I hear this. This is true in regards to, in particular, the last part, Kaneki. You put on the shirt, you get criticised. not saying he's above criticism. He deserves to be criticised. But then you have to look into the why. Ganacho should not be playing. Now, he'll get criticised, but Ganacho should not be starting. Let me correct that. Ganacho should not be starting. He's not good enough to start, and I've said this. Shouldn't be starting. You know what I'm saying? He should not be starting. And that's on Ganacho to improve his game. That's also on the manager. Because it's clear as day to me that Ganacho shouldn't be starting. And this was beforehand. I said verbatim, I didn't want Ganacho to get the number seven shirt. I said it on Troops' podcast, big up to Troops. I don't want Ganacho to get the number seven shirt because it was talks of him because I don't want him to be a starter. That is too much pressure. Let him come off the bench and have the impact we've seen Palestri make. That's what should Ganacho's move be. That's exactly what it should be. Let's go. Jerry, the reason, ah, the Rashford, you're talking about the Rashford header. Yeah, he was offside, so I don't count it. Yes, he should score, but he was offside anyway. So, great ball, though, by, um, if it was Bruno who played it, yes. Let's see what else you lot are saying in the chat as well. Let's see. 
Haldane says, it's fair to criticise, but some men are going way too far. Last week it was Chelsea are better than everybody. Now men are ending live streams early. Wait, 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 Haldane, put names in the bullets. Word to Alam, that's cold, I'm going to use that. Shout out to my guy Alam, make sure you subscribe to uh, to run on Hoop Talks as well. Um, the, the link for the channel is underneath in the description. Who ended live streams early? And that is it. That's another classic criticism. All I seen last week, all day long, all day long from Tuesday up until... Yeah, from Tuesday to Sunday all week long. Oh, Poch has only been there a short amount of time. They already played better than us. And then they got packed by West Ham. Everybody shut up. And now it's insert other team here. It's a Brighton. It's a Deserby. Let them get beat next week. Then it'll be somebody else. Yeah, it's fair to criticise. It's way over the top. Because no one ain't saying that. Now, let them have won that game 3-4-1. If Enzo scores that penalty and they win that game, different conversation. Look, they already look better than us. Rotata. Like I said, criticism, but let's not do too much. There's enough to criticise. People always, it's like when, again, I go back to it when we sold Zidane Iqbal. And I'm like, all the stuff that's going on, and that's what we're going for, is Zidane Iqbal. Like, come on, man. How many likes are we actually on? Have we even got any more subscribers either? What are we doing, people? What are we doing? Have a look at this over laptop as well. See what's going on. I really need to get to make this big enough pause. I really need a strong pause. I really need to get this channel big enough so I can um, have a, um, what's it called? <laughs> get a producer, 100%. To Grace, who says, do you think uh, Mount, he got Mount first because he believes he would get all of his targets? I feel like he really believed he would only get a couple of signings. He would have prioritised over errors first. No, I think Mount was just a mistake. I think he wanted Mount. He chased down Mount. That's on him. Simple as that. I have no defense of that signing whatsoever. That's on him. Uh, what do you think will be end up being a worse signing, Mount or Anthony? I think Anthony, but they could be both be bad. I see Mount being a squad player. For me, Anthony will think he's extremely frustrating. Both, absolutely, it's looking bleak for both. But I'll say Anthony because I just think he's a better, he has more talent than Mount. So I'll go with the player who's much more talented. But I said at the start of the season, Anthony, you're under the spotlight. You're under the spotlight. What was the Richard Arnold statement? No, I didn't see it. What's the Richard Arnold statement? Oh, is it Matisse? All right, that's fair then. Matisse, did, man didn't even say bye to his fans. Man just pressed end the stream, no outro. I'm going to watch that. You lot got to let me know. You see, when content creators do things like that, you lot have to let me know. You lot have to let me know. I'm going to use that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That Battle of the North, I think it's six. I need to double check. I think it's six. I think it's six. Hey, Jez. When Saka was 18, 19, uh, fans were having a discussion if he was a wing-back or a tackle, myself included. Uh, Martinelli didn't even play for the first team regularly. Ganacho was a good talent, but he needs to be benched. Yeah, and that's on the manager. That's on the manager. Now it says, do you think if uh, Kobe uh, was play was, wasn't was injured, do you think he would have been playing in that midfield? Maybe. He might not have started, but he might have got more game time. Maybe. That's just a 50-50. I can only say maybe. I could see him off the bench. I don't know about starting, though. I don't know about starting. To Bruno, Bruno18 says, uh, De Zerbi is the guy. Yeah, I'm saying. He's doing well at, at Brighton. And if he carries on playing well at Brighton, he'll get his move. Yeah, the Mudrick volley was awful. It was a complete side note. It was dreadful. It was dreadful. Yeah, yeah I, I paused it. Don't worry, Warrior J, man. I said pause. I said pause. Ramo says, even if we finish top six, Ten Hag unbalanced the midfield with Mount signing. My eyes burning watching the style of football. Mount Bruno, Anthony Ganacho, all my days. And that's on the manager. 
he has unbalanced it. Now he has to, he has this window. He's still got time, actually, should I say, to correct that. The window closes when? The 1st of September, the 2nd of September? He can still rectify this. That's why it's not all over. However, if the window closes and this is our midfield options, are we in trouble? But I was saying this beforehand. It didn't take us to lose to Spurs and beat Wolves and look at the way we did and go, wow, this is not the way forward. Where was everybody talking about this beforehand? It was me and a handful of others. Go check the live streams, people. There's a playlist for this show. Go check it when I'm saying Mount is a horrible signing. People telling me, nah, he's going to get more out of him. Nah, he's going to create, he's going to score. Why? We scored 58 league goals last season and added Mason Mount. Why all of a sudden was it going to work? And we have Bruno, who's very similar to Mount in terms of profile. It didn't take two games for me to see this to go, yeah, this don't work. Now all of a sudden everyone wants to be up in arms. Nah, 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 stay on that boat. Stay on that boat. Because the vast majority of people complaining about it weren't talking about it beforehand. So you lot can hold that. You lot stay on that boat. You know what I'm saying? Help that stay afloat. Don't do that. Don't 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 run. Don't trip. Mm-mm. 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 Let's not do that. Let's not do that. My viewer says, I just think style of play matters to fans a lot more now because of counter-attacking team hasn't won the Premier League since Pep came. You must dominate possession to get 90 points. Here's a couple things with this. Fuck the fans. Say this all the time. Fuck what the fans think. Play your style of football. Because if Manchester United win the Premier League title playing a quote-unquote counter-attacking style or playing ugly football, fans ain't going to care. So let's just clear that up first and foremost. Fuck the fans. Secondly, Manchester United are actually not a counter-attacking team. That's another myth. We're not a counter-attacking team. Like, that's a myth. We just don't look pretty on the eye. In regards to dominating possession, we had more possession than Wolves. We haven't been dominated in possession at all. We had more possession than Wolves. We had 51% overall. They had 49%. Against Spurs, they had 6 more percent possession than us. 6 more percent. Six. So this whole thing in regards to dominating possession, no, we need to do better on the ball. It's not, Manchester United's issue is not keeping possession. Our issue is what we do with it. Because we had enough of the ball to beat Spurs. We had enough of the ball to beat Wolves and that's why we beat Wolves. So this whole thing about dominating possession is a myth. That just sounds good that I dispelled yesterday. You don't need 70, 80, 90% possession to win football matches. It's what you do with the ball when you get it. Does it help if you keep the ball better? Of course it helps if you keep the ball better. But like I said, keeping the ball against Spurs wasn't a problem. Our issue is we don't create. You can give us 90%. Give us 90%. I still think we struggle because our attack is just not that good. This is doing too much. This is the classic example of what I'm talking about. These players are just not that good. And I've been talking about this for the longest. And it's like, right, new seat. And I said this would happen. I said this would happen verbatim. I said Manchester United fans, a lot of Manchester United fans are vastly overrating this team because one, we haven't seen them play in a minute. Two, we got some new signings and three, it's the new car smell. So it was like, oh, it'll be all right. Pre-season, two games in and everyone's flipped. Not everyone's flipped. A lot of fans have flipped. But this team is just not that good. This team is no different to last year bar Mason Mount. Like, what are we talking about? United linked to Gravenberch and Amrabat. Do you think they solve our midfield problems? I can't talk on Gravenberch because I'm not seeing him like that. Amrabat, I believe, helps. Amrabat, I definitely believe, helps. I have faith in Ten Hag to turn it around. We started off last season dead. 
in capital letters, rock bottom. We played Liverpool after one of our worst away performances in a while. He turned it around. Though. Yeah, that's why I'm, I'm just giving him more than two games. I'm just giving him more than two games. That's all. Let's see what else you're not saying. Yeah, man. Warrior J, I said this verbatim. Flawless said Mason Mount is a terrible sign in a lot during the summer transfer market live streams all summer long. All summer long. Yep. Also said this. Where are the goals coming from? And surprise, surprise, we're struggling to create and struggling to score. Shock horror. Team that scored 58 league goals last season is struggling to create and struggling to score. This myth as well that we created a lot last season. For every Spurs game where we did create enough to win the game, there's a Wolves game where we create absolutely nothing. But hey, we move. We move. Kenneth says, do we really blame Ten Hag? He wanted Kane Oshiman as his striker plus a young striker, which he got. He also wanted De Young, so basically he's not getting his transfers. Yes, you still blame on Ten Hag because just because you don't get your targets doesn't mean you go with this. He should still be doing better with what he has. And when I say that, I'm talking about like in the transfer window. Can't go with Hoyland. Can't because Hoyland is not played yet. Mount's a horrible signing. That's on him. His, his attacking signings have been the problem. From a defensive standpoint, I don't have no issues with his signings. Martinez, Malasio, Onano, Casemiro, Ericsson, who helped out defensively as well because of just where, because he played in the, on the pitch. It's Anthony Amount. They're the two with the biggest question marks out of the nine players we've signed. They're the two biggest question marks. Oh, nowhere done in the Chicago. Nowhere to be seen. Let us win both those games, though, he'd be here. Get people like that all the time. Get people like that all the time. Phil says, have players improved under Ten Hag? Yes. Yes. Have, not, have they improved to the level that we require? No, because they're not good enough. But have players improved overall? Yes. Yes, without doubt, in my opinion. Yes, Dorman David, this is also it. Yeah, but a club doesn't sign absolutely every player they're linked with, but you still got to recruit all right enough signings for your squad. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Joe R says, I can't believe we've conceded 40 shots this season. We're lucky we haven't conceded eight, and that's not a joke. Hey, that's not our fault that, attack, that attackers can't shoot. That's on the opposition attackers, because you played two blunt attacks for it to be real. We didn't play good attacks. That's not on us, to be honest. Not on us whatsoever. Let's see what else we're saying. Refresh this, see how many subscribers we're on. How many likes are we on? We're only at 66. Right, let's get us up to 80 likes, man. There's over 80 people in the building watching right now. Let's get us up to 80 likes. What are we doing? What are we doing? Oh, yeah, the Bruno header was abysmal. 100%. 100%. Nah, man said Wan-Bissaka, Rashford, yes, that's about it. Ganacho too, but he's a kid. I disagree. Wan-Bissaka, he improved. Lindelof, he improved. Luke Shaw as a centre-back, he improved. Man, let's not do this. You know what I'm saying? Let's not do this. Big up to Matthew. Says, flawless with the rumours that the Saudis want for Ram, would you sell him if they offer selling money? Absolutely not. We are in no position to be selling our better players. Absolutely not. No. Varane's win one of the only positives <laughs> in these first two games and if we sell him then it's Lindelof that makes us significantly weaker because Lindelof's a squad player Shakar says question for Flawless what changes would you make in our next game Whew. that's a good question Onana go Onana and go I play Wan-Bissaka right back Varan Martinez centre backs I go Dalo I left back tired of sure midfield I'd go Casemiro Eriksen 
Bruno attack Anthony from the right Sancho in the false nine Rashford in the left if I'm picking a team that's what I would do that's what that's what I would do that's me Jesse says flawless we need a left back because Shaw is getting cooked in them 1v1s and we've seen Shaw get cooked Jesse we all know we need a left back how long have I been saying all summer long if I ideal world I would I think we're five players short of challenging Five first teamers, that is. I would say I would sign a left back and a right back. I like Malassia, but you need someone else. Need someone else. Because he's not good enough. To Bruno, a Bruno 18 says, how we sold Fred and kept Maguire and McTominay. I don't like this as well. Fred's not good enough. Fred wasn't good enough. So this whole thing of all oh, keeping and selling, they all need to go. They're all just not good enough. So I don't know why we're comparing not good enough players to not good enough players. Keeping, selling Fred has no bearing on Maguire or McTominay. Bear in mind, they're two players we've actively tried to sell. Did we not accept a bid? Did we not an, uh, accept a bid for Maguire? And he just couldn't deal with, we just couldn't, he just couldn't sort the personal terms or we didn't pay him off? Did we not openly say we get a good offer for McTominay? We'll sell him? What are you talking about? What are you talking about? When will we see Hoyland said skills? No idea. What if Varane wants to go? I stand on everything I, I've said before. If a player doesn't want to be at Manchester United, you let them go. But if he wants to stay, you keep him. But that's any player. If any player turns around and says, I don't want to be at the football club no more, right, for it, whether we understand or not, let them go. Don't keep an unhappy player. It's like being in a relationship and your other half's unhappy. Let them go. We stay with him for Just going to blog, it says, one of the questions should be how you start Sancho as the nine during preseason, but the season starts and he's holding splinters on the bench. That tells you where Ten Hag rates him. I agree with you, disgruntled blogger. And it makes no sense to me either. When I just pick my team, I would play him as I would play him as the nine. But goes to show where the manager's at with Sancho. Goes to show. Goes to show. Shaw's going to get cooked again against Saka as usual. Yeah, Shaw shouldn't be playing left back. Shouldn't. Selling Fred and replacing him with Mount turns out to be very similar to when we sold Smalling and Simon Maguire. I can see a similar trend happening. The thing is, what I don't get with this is too much is it was right to sell Fred and it was right to sell Smalling. Now, if the replacements are not good enough, cool, you're going to miss. And if Mount's not good enough, if um, Maguire's not good enough, well, Maguire's already been replaced, actually. So why have we not added that? Maguire's been replaced with Varane. So why we why is that not been why have you not mentioned that RSV? Why have we not went, mentioned the one we got correct? Maguire has been replaced by Varane. This is a classic case of what I'm talking about. Is people doing too much? It's bad, but don't make shit worse than what it is. We sold small inside Maguire. Neither of them worked. Okay, you signed the next centre back, who was Varane, who is much better than both of those two. Same way with selling Fred, which was the correct decision. Mount wasn't. So you go into how come the next player, the next midfielder we sign could be the Varane. But again, glass half, not even half empty. It's all doom and gloom. Classic prime example of what I'm talking about. Classic over the top. This is this is exactly what it is. Warrior J says here, uh, Amrabat being out of contract next year is not strong enough incentive for United. A United official uh, screwed up his... A United official... Oh, screwed up the face-to-face -face during preseason tour when Amrabat's name... Oh, no, screwed his face during the preseason tour when Amrabat's name was mentioned. All right, first, 
if that's the case. And that's from Samuel Lockhurst. Um, to Bruno, Bruno 18, was said Fred was better than Mount. No disrespect. Nobody said that. Who said that Fred wasn't better than, that Fred wasn't better than Mount? Neither of them are good enough. Why are we comparing two players who are not good enough? Neither of them are not good enough. What are we talking about? Jigs, man, same difference. Uh, Leecher is Maguire's replacement, bro. Same difference. Martinez is an upgrade if we want to do that. Whether it's Varane, whether it's um, Martinez, they're both upgrades. But RSV ain't going to mention that because they don't fit. They don't fit the narrative that he was that, not even spinning. They don't fit the narrative he was going with. Because if Martinez or um, Varane didn't fit, he would have mentioned that. So how come he says there's a pattern, but he doesn't go with the one that worked? We had Small and it didn't work. We had Maguire, it didn't work. We signed Martinez, it's worked. So we had Fred, it didn't work. We had we signed Mount, that's probably not going to work. So why can't the third one work like it did with Martinez and Varane? Why did it not? Yeah, Amrabat's good. Amrabat's a good player. But we're also desperate. So two things is true. Amrabat's good, but yes, we are desperate. You see our midfield. I disagree with this. Malassia is really inconsistent defensively. He made some awful errors. No, he didn't. This is a myth. Apart from the Sevilla game, that's it. Where he's made awful errors. The Sevilla game, he was bad. Defensively, I think he's been sound. Been sound. Uh, bro, do you think there's a player in Anthony? Yeah, he's talented. He's definitely talented. 110%. This going to blogger says Palestri needs to hand in a transfer request because in uh because on the field, even if he has to have a decent half, he knows he won't start the next game. Disagree with this. Palestri don't need to be starting because he'll get Ganacho. And then we'll be having the same conversation about Ganacho being on the bench. You know, Ganacho should because Ganacho's now come off the bench and now he's playing better. They're both bench players currently right now. That's not a disrespect, just their attributes they have. They're both better off the bench. Don't start Palestri, don't start Ganacho. Don't start either of those two. Don't throw them into that um, unstable, pla uh, unstable platform. That's unfair to those two. Very unfair. Throw the senior players in there. Tanil who says, to be fair, letting go of Fred before replacing him wasn't a good idea, Flawless. At least Fred's shown up for you in a big game. It was a terrible... Let's not do this. Fred's not good enough. Let's not do this. Letting go of Fred was the right idea because he's not good enough. Cut the shit. Let's not do this. I'm sorry. I'm not hearing no defense of Fred. Not good enough. Move him on. Now we can talk about the lack of planning and not replacing him yet. Cool. But I'm not hearing no Fred defense. There's a reason he went to Galatasaray. He didn't go to Real Madrid. Like what are we doing? He didn't go to Manchester City. He didn't go to another top European team. He's in Turkey. There's a reason for that. He's in Turkey. There's a reason for that. It's not act like he went to a top side. There's a reason he's in Turkey. Come on, man. What are we doing? But Amrabat and Gravenberch are not upgrade. Not upgrade on who? Amrabat's definitely better than Mount. So it depends who you're talking about. Yeah. I'm talking about back in 2019 because we signed Maguire literally after loaning out Smaller and we had no Leecher or Varane at that time. But we have them now. So why are you talking about 2019 being miserable? We have them now. It's a spot that's filled. Again, doing too much. Our centre-backs are actually one of the good things about the team. With Martinez, Varane, Lindelof, our throwing as a squad player, and sure. What are we talking about? Why are you talking about 2019? It's nothing to do with 2023. Oh, it's a pattern. 
but you stop the pattern where it actually got good because you just want to complain. All right, let's stop doing too much. Talk about what's going on in 2023. Why are we talking about 2019? Nonsense. Absolute nonsense. Um, to Joe R says, Malassi is inexperienced, so I get it, but multiple times last season, even apart from Sevilla, he was rubbish. Remember what Saka and City did to him. So you're talking about, all right, so let's just clear this dead. Talking about Saka, who we competed against, but Saka did get the best, who is the second best right winger in the league. City, who are the best team in Europe we're talking about. Come on, man. So because he got ripped by Saka, that means he's awful defense. No, he's not. It means he came up against a quality side in Manchester City. Which he did, you know what I'm saying? Which he did with Manchester City and they can do that to anyone. They're the best side in Europe, one of the best sides ever. And Saka, who's one of the best right wingers in Europe. He may be the second best right winger in Europe behind Salah. According to some, the best. But we're going to use that to criticise him. Again, doing too much. Doing way too much. Man would have said, Nottingham Forest and Luton Town, I'd hear it. But he got ripped by City and Saka, so that means he's terrible. No, he doesn't. Because better defenders than him will get moved to by those. Vadio, who they signed for 100 million, conceded seven. Hear what I'm saying? Vadio, who they just signed for 100 million, who I rate highly, by the way, conceded seven. But is he awful then? Is he awful defender? No, it happens. And he's a much better defender than Malassia is, who cost 12 million. Let's not do, again, doing too much. Um, Flawless, would you take Kimmich? Absolutely. Kimmich over right, absolutely. Two ballers. They're two of my favourite midfielders. Like Kimmich and Varane. 100%, because they're a very similar profile as well. Very similar profile. Um, Haldane, I won't say all of it, but you say the complaint culture about football is very weird, man. Man went back to 2019, yeah, like it's got any bearing whatsoever, and then stopped when it worked. Stopped when it worked. I hear you about um, Neil Gunnar. I hear you about the, 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 the structure of it. So I get the not getting a replacement in for Fred, but getting rid of Fred was the right move. Would we look any different if Fred's playing? Barely an improvement. Barely. Would we be more balanced? Yes. Does Fred help us retain the ball more and give us more possession and give us more going forward? No. We've watched Fred. How, how many years was Fred here? Mourinho signed him, what, in 2018, 19, was it? So he's been here four or five years? So pretty much a half a decade or almost half a decade, we know. Um, to Bruno, Bruno, 18. All right, cool. You continue to complain. Man, just be making shit up. Swear these are some people I blocked who came back. But we move. We move. Yeah, yeah, Daniel. It don't suit their agenda. That's why Flawless, yeah, 100%. And then I look crazy saying it. Like I said, there's stuff to criticise, but Malassia is not it. Who A guy who's not even been playing. A guy who's not even been playing. He's not even played. This season. Yeah. That last that last super chat was on point, flawless. Now even a super chat. Um, but yeah, Jigs, I'm not going to disrespect everyone in the chat, but yeah, you get the point I'm making. And I know when you say stuff like that, and the last person who said the last comment, I know I'm not going crazy. Why we need a right back? What's wrong with the low? A man of many traits and a master of nothing. And I like Delo. I'm a fan of Delo. But he doesn't excel defensively and he doesn't excel offensively. So that's why I look at it. 
back to what Mourinho said about, you know, specialist, me and Saeed and Double A was having a conversation on the Unfilter podcast. There's a playlist for it on the channel as well in regards to would you rather have specialists or people who can do multiple things? He's just not a specialist. So it is. I'm tired of man just joining and man just complaining. So you know what? Bye, innit? Bye. Can't be asked. Man just want to come in the chat. I swear it's people I've blocked before. So we just keep it stepping. All man's done is complain. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're not doing this. I'm not here to hear all of your complaints. This ain't not at any of the regulars. You lot are cool because we have the rapport. I'm saying new people. I'm saying I'm not your partner. Don't come in complaining to me. You know what I'm saying? Don't just drop in the chat and just complain, complain, complain. Nah. Let's not do that. Like, regulars, you man can do that. Get shit off your chest because you lot have seen me do that. But we are brethren. We are boys. Or to any females in the chat, we peoples. That's cool. I gen even if we disagree, I genuinely fucks with them, the, all the names. You lot know who you are. The people I talk to every day. We peoples. We fam. We all in this together. We all one big Manchester United tribe. But new people, forget that. Can't just join the tribe and start. Nah. I'm not here for that. I'm not here for that. Um, Jesse says, honestly, we need to fix our left-hand side. I ain't trying to see Ganacho and Shaw again. I hear you. I hear you. Yeah, man. This is how I got the city crew. Whether you agree or disagree, cool. It's just when new people join. And it's like, I'm sure, I'm sure I blocked you. And it's just you on a different account. Um, Wash. Yeah, that's a, that's a wild name. I'll just call you Wash. Says, next three game, uh, free games, Nottingham, Arsenal, Brighton. Where do you see this going? Big up, Flawless. Very similar to last season, make or break. Because after we lost the first two games, I believe we played Liverpool, somebody else, and Arsenal in the next three. Let me know in the chat if I'm correcting that. But was it not Liverpool at home, somebody else, and then Arsenal at home? Or it might have been Liverpool at home or Arsenal at home. Very reminiscent of that. And regards to take the Nottingham Forest game out of it, Arsenal away, I know that is. And I'm guessing the Brighton game is at home will tell, will be a telltale sign of where we're at. I think we'll beat Forest. And Satan tells me we'll get we're resilient, we'll, we'll get a result at Arsenal. And Brighton, just because of the Deserby hype, I just want to beat Brighton anyway. Because I'm tired of the Deserby hype. Because if we beat him, if we see Locke, they're so much better than us, Rotator. But yeah, they got this incredible manager, all these incredible players, and we finished well above them last season. But people don't want to have that conversation. You want to act like results don't matter. People want Brighton football, but don't want Brighton results. But that's a whole different conversation. That's a whole different conversation. Haldane says, in the words of Kendrick Lamar, we gonna be all right. We, you know what? We might not be. And that's okay. It's Rocky Waters right now. Like, it just is what it is. Rocky Waters. You see any improvements um, away from home this season? Has to be. We can't have, I think we had the fifth or sixth best home record, away record, sorry, last season. Have to improve that. Imran says, big up flawless. I still think we can get third even with all this mess. The other teams look just as bad as us. That is something that gives me hope. That outside of Manchester City, I don't really rate anybody too tough. So that gives me hope we can still do something. That's what it is. Big up Stephanie G as well in the chat. Let me know what you said, Steph. And I get to it. Big up to you. Yeah, Matthew, I hear this. Uh, still find it hilarious we signed a striker that was injured, especially when it's part of the team we needed most and it still shows. But how much pressure on a 20-year-old when he does play? Oh, he's under immense pressure, 100%. He's under immense pressure, Matthew. And that's on us making bad decision makes. 
That's those are those making bad decisions. Before we continue at 75 likes, big up man. That's 75 likes scales up to 80 likes, people. Hit the subscribe button as well. Let's see how many subscribers we on. 7,764. Get us to I'm looking for six more subscribers. And there's over 60, well, the 66 to be exact. And I'm looking for six subscribers. So get us to 7,770 people. That's what we're looking for. Hit that subscribe button, hit that notification bell, bump up the likes, subscribe. Don't forget, if you want to join the Sarcasm City TV uh, Fantasy Premier League as well, uh, one of the mods will drop the link, the code in the chat as well. And membership, link for the membership is in the pinned comment. And that gets you on the channel and Q&As here on the YouTube, on the Twitch. Uh, fan calling shows you take priority. There's the group chat, membership group chat on Instagram as well, plus more. Yeah, there might be Emma. Isn't there an international uh, break between Arsenal and Brighton game? Yes. We play Arsenal and then it's the break. And then it's back against Brighton. I believe Brighton's at home, but somebody let me know. Let me know. Someone let me know. Warrior J says, I think United should beat Forest since that one is at home. But if United bring up the same lineup, cheese. Yeah, alarm bells if he runs the same lineup. Big, 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 big alarm bells. Someone will drop the code for you. For Somebody drop the code for uh, Robo Courts. Please, someone do that. Matthew says, where do you see Anthony's situation going? What if he's suspended as well? I don't know the information on his case because I don't believe any information's come out. But I stand on everything. It wasn't just that Greenwood. I stand on that. If you guilty of that shit, shouldn't be playing fo professional football. Simple as that. Who do, I, who do I think will be the top goal scorer this season for United? I'll be Rashford. It'll be Rashford. Big up to Stuart. BU says, smash the likes, people. Big up, Flawless. We will be fine. This whole 10 hour out is mad. People forget how bad some of these players are. Stop overreacting. These uh, these players, 10 Hag needs more. I do agree. There is overreaction. I believe there's criticism, but I believe there is um, too much overreaction. And this is from a Fabrizio Romano. Warrior J says, Amrabat remains the top name on Manchester United's list for a new midfielder. Cool. Go get Amrabat. Go get Variety. Go get those two. Or Kimmich. Now we cooking. I'm just dreaming here now, people. Yeah, I'm not saying this happens because I don't think it does. But if we go get Amrabat and a Variety or, yeah, a Variety or a Kimmich, whoo, then we back. Then we cooking. You know what I'm saying? Then we cooking. Telling you that right now. Matthew says, why do you think our mentality is so bad when we go behind, especially away and definitely against the bigger teams? We just look like we drop tools. These players ain't got the mentality. And I hate going, using that, because it seems like most time a lazy analysis, but they haven't. Because if you notice in the Spurs game, we were getting into good positions. We was creating. After they scored the first goal, Anthony hit the post, and then after that, we didn't create nothing. Folded. Folded. And Spurs didn't really need to do too much. But the fact we'll play like, and that goes to show when the going gets tough, we, these players hide. That's why you got Mason Mount out there getting 24 touches in 84 minutes. Hiding. 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 Yeah, and I did say to Danish Maldini, who says, keep dreaming, bro. I legit said, Yes, I'm dreaming. It won't happen, which it won't. It won't happen. There's no way we sign Amrabat, Avarati, or Kimmich. There's no way we get two out of those three. No chance. Amrabat, definitely, yes. But not um, 
not Variety or Kimmich, but I can hope. That's all I've got. I can hope we get Variety. Because if you put Variety and Amrabat now, Casemiro, Amrabat, Variety. That's a midfield. And you're capable of getting that. The thing is, is, it's plausible to get. That's a bad boy midfield. It's a quality midfield. Then we can cook with that. Like Variety's mobile enough. He's press resistant. He's an upgrade on Ericsson. He's up, he's an Ericsson style player, but with more. He's Ericsson plus more. When I was talking about major upgrades all summer long, that's the type of player I was talking about. Kimmich, a variety example. For example, are we getting either of them two? No. But again, I can hope. It's not just you lot who live in hope, but I'm letting you lot know that it's not coming from a place of <laughs> a place of any real logical thought. That's just hope. That's all that is. Just straight. See what else is going on. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I would have took Madison. I said that as well, Matthew. I would have definitely took Madison. But here we are. Here we are. Janilu says, Flawless, are you happy with the centre-backs at the club? Because after Lindelof, Varane, Leach, it's not looking good. In Champions League, too, a lot of games. Yeah, because I throw Shaw in that mix. And Shaw and Lindelof as the backup centre-backs I don't particularly have an issue with. But I prefer upgrade on um, Lindelof. Absolutely. This is why I was, when we got linked to a Kim Min Jae, linked to Tap Soba, etc., etc., I was like, that's good. But if that's the four, no, really, I have no issues with that, to be honest. Jesse says, maybe get another attacker in the winter. We need another attacker now. Uh, Stephanie G says, Ten Hag is fueled, Ten Hag out is fueled by mischief making media. Mischief making media, you know, that's fine. Uh, that should be a name of the channel. And rattles rivals who know we could get back to challenging with the right investment in players and ownership, in my opinion. Yeah. Fans are fans are worried. 100%. That's why they put on realistic expectations on us. And when a battle of the North is, is live in like 15 minutes, I'm going to say that to Matisse. Oh, you still got a second, fam. Still got a second, yeah? Let's see. Flawless, would you go to games if we get Qataris? I'd go to more games, yeah. Definitely go to more games. To El, who says, Variety is injury-prone and old. We should have gotten a controller as a priority position in the summer. I don't think he's old. How old? Variety, like 29. Day. So I don't put that as old. Is he injury-prone? Yes. He don't play enough, but guess what? I'd run the risk. For the right price, I'd run the risk. Because it's Variety. Yes. Would you take Variety as another desperate signing, but desperate times call for desperate measures? Hit the nail on the head, Joe. We are, in a, we are in a state of desperation. So, therefore, yes, I would 110% roll the dice on Variety. Now, I'm not saying go spend $100 million on him a game. I'm saying if he's available for 30, 40 million or alone with an option to buy, I'm not turning that down. I look at Variety the same way I looked at Neymar. At the right price, I'm taking you at the club. Because if you get it right, or is he 32? That's not old. You know what I'm saying in that? If he's 32, that's not old. I'm cool. I'm running that. You're a year older than Casemiro. No one calls Casemiro old. I'm cool with that. How old's Varane? So I'm not. I'm running that. 110%. He's good enough. And he's 30. He's not 32. Please get your facts right. He's 30 years old. I just literally just Googled it. He's 30. And it'll be 31 in November. The 5th of November to be exact. So he's 30. I'm running the risk. I'm saying... Variety is also a cigarette smoker. That would be my biggest worry as one myself. Fitness ain't good. Hey, game fit, man. Game fit. I'm running the risk. Is there is there risks? Yes. But I'm running the risk. Definitely running the risk. 
What's this? It's a short-term solution that many young players that we could have gotten for a fraction of the cost. PSG are caught in 60 million. Yeah, 60 million, way too much. Is that 60 million euros or 60 million British pounds? Which is that? Why is that? Let me know. Let me know. And big up to um, Boss Rubble Courts joining the FPL um, League. FPL called their CMH9TC people. CMH9TC. Oh, is Lewis live soon? Yeah, raid Lewis then, because I'm going to close out in the next five minutes or so. All right, we did get over 80 likes. All right, big up to you lot, man. Let's see if we had any new subscribers, but over 80 likes. Let's try to get us up to 100 likes, people. Let's try to hit triple, triple digits. And we're at 7,764. One more, man. Get us to 7,765. Only asking for one more subscriber. Flawless, what's happened to Diallo? I think he's, he's injured. He got injured in preseason. Uh, Wash says Rashford up top isn't enough. Hoyland is injured and has no Premier League experience. Don't you think Man U need more up front, especially with Champions League? Yes. I said all summer long, we need bare minimum two strikers. Bare minimum two. That lets you know where we're at in an ideal world three. We should have went and got a Hoyland like we did, went and got a senior striker, and then went and got a youngster who's like 18, 19 for like 5, 10 million. And that should have been the three. That's what it should have been. But hey, Manchester United for you. So yes, I'm very concerned because we don't create enough and we don't score enough. And that will be, that will cost us. Even if we do sign, let's say we do get the midfield sorted, the attack is still a problem. Even if we sign a creative midfielder in there, let's say we do get a Verratti or a Kimmich or somebody of that nature and an Amrabat, we still don't create enough. Still don't create enough. Um, 60 million euros, but that's still a lot for guys who won't play many games because of injuries. Again, this is why I said it's all about the right price. It's 60 million. What's 60 million euros? 45 M's. What's like 45 million, 40 million? I'm running that. I'm running the risk. You're looking at it if it goes wrong. I'm looking at it as if it goes right. What happens if he comes in and you get 34, 35 games out of him? Run the, roll the dice. Roll the dice. Roll the dice. Why not? Yeah, I think Diallo will get his shot when he comes back. I think he will. Because he's not gone out alone, obviously, with the injury. So we don't know if that's the case or not. But yeah, a big up to you, Danish Maldini. You're a real one. He said, I'll go sub on my other account. Appreciate it, man. Make sure you drop a like on the video with the other account as well. But much appreciated, my guy. Trying to get to 8K expeditiously. So we're going to have the 8K subscriber party. And we should touch 8K, I don't know, by like the middle of September, which is, which is sick. I'm saying which would be sick to do 110%. We see you as indeed live. Final few questions, people, before we close out. Don't forget, as well, we are available on all audio platforms as well SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes, wherever you listen to podcasts, type in Sarcasm City TV and it will pop up. And if there's somewhere where you listen to your podcast in audio only form and it's not on there, let me know and I'll get uploaded to it. So yes, we're on SoundCloud, we are on Spotify, we are on iTunes. So SoundCloud, here's with the follow. Spotify, Spotify, all you Android users on there, all you music listeners who use Spotify, go follow us on Spotify, please, and here's with the five star as well. And same with iTunes, all you Apple users. I know there's hella iPhone users watching this right now, watching this back, or listening on audio, audio platforms. iTunes, five star us on there and leave us a review. And salute to whoever dropped 
the first five-star rating as well, you're from the States. So, yeah, I've I seen the analytics of that. So let's bump up the numbers on the audio platforms the same way you do on here. Because it's just a different way for you lot to listen. Some people, you might not want the YouTube app open. You know, you might not want it sucking all your data. So, you know, you might want to listen while you're cooking, cleaning, while you're driving, while you're at work, on your way to work, maybe traveling, maybe at the gym. Manchester United might be pissing you off and you're just in the gym pumping iron. That's cool. And you don't want to have the YouTube app open. Like I said, SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes. Drop the links in the chat. It's at Sarcasm City TV across all of them. Let's see what else you lot saying as well. Is it 51? I'd run the risk. Yeah, 51 million? Yeah, yeah I'd run the risk. Why not? Great show as always. Flawless in the chat. Big up everybody. 8K fast approaching. Hey, large up to you, Stephanie G, man. We're going to reach 8K. Big up to um, Shikasa. Great show, Flawless. Uh, subscribe if you enjoy the content, people. We're always here to have a good conversation. Absolutely. Big up TKA as well. I see you. Uh, Flawless, what's the rewards for FPL? So what I'll do is you've got to be a consistent member over the footballing month. So you can't just be in the lead and then join the membership in May and then win. So what I'll do is for the highest finishing member, so even if the highest finishing members for for the highest finish the highest finishing member of the channel, I give him some sarcasm city merch like sarcasm city hoodie or tea or something like that. I haven't decided yet, but some form of sarcasm city merch, hundred and ten percent. That's what I do for the highest finishing member in the in the FPL. I need to actually promote it and do a video. I'm gonna do that as well. Uh, big up Jesse says lit solo stream as usual. Yeah, man, I like doing these. Got a lot to get off my chest. And obviously the co-host, which I love, can't always get everything I want to get off my chest. And it also allows me to get to the um, to the chat as well. But yeah, we're going to close out. Big up to everyone that's locked in. Let me see who's available to actually raid. And we're live in 10 minutes on Battle of the North, Matisse's channel. So make sure you head over there as well. I might even send you a lot over there, to be honest. Let me see if he's... Oh, no, nah, Lewis is live. We'll raid Lewis. That's exactly what we're going to do. We're going to raid Lewis. So, yeah, big up, Lewis. Um, and tell him, hold that, man. You know what I'm saying? Tell him the bubble-blowing bastards beat them. But, yeah, love to everyone that has locked in. Um, we're back live tonight for, and Jesse, uh, Shikar mentioned it, Crystal Palace versus Arsenal. That's live on the Twitch. So that watch along will start 7.45 p.m., so 15 minutes before kickoff. That's over on the Twitch. And then back at midnight for doing the most, which is the Premier League show, where we look back at, the weekend's game's just gone. Five categories. We run polls, take nominations for each category, and then decide. Um, and then you lot decide on the poll who wins. But yeah, love to everyone who has a lot in. This has been the Man United podcast on the Sarcasm City TV YouTube. Big up.